You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Illini Guys, Sports Spectacular, super busy in hour number one, and we'll keep it moving here too. Kendrick Prince will have a recruiting update in just a bit. Get your lassos out, recruiting roundup. Brandon Wildman with his eye on the lines, and we'll take a deeper dive into the Illini men's basketball schedule. This should be a really Really fun winter at State Farm Center. Larry Smith, Mike Hagley, Brad Sturdy uh, on the board is Patrick Quinn for us. Hey, don't forget extensive coverage of the Illini Maryland game on IlliniGuys.com right now. Uh, Let's take a quick moment to poke around the NFL, shall we? Week two is upon us. And gentlemen, there are two teams that I root for, lifelong the Bears. Uh, I do uh, cheer for the Falcons, still have some connections there with the, you know, some things in the past that I've done with the team. Um, I could not have been more disappointed. I mean, the Falcons, six points, two first quarter field goals is all you can manage. Let's just pack it up and go home. <laughs> yeah. And the, the important thing is that the Raiders won. And that's what we're, that's a really priority for us. Um, no, um, it, you know, that was a great game on Monday night. The Ra- Raiders and the Ravens, uh, great game on Monday night. I was really fun watching those teams go at it. But um, I'm excited to have NFL football. The Bears, Man, you know, and everybody talks about how maybe it's Andy Dalton and they should have Justin Fields playing. They did not force a turnover or a punt in the game. You you can't win that way, I don't think. I think you have to stop someone at some point in order to win a game. I could be wrong. Well, Brian, here's an idea. Let me jump in before Mike and and Patrick jump in. Here's an idea. They made Matthew Stafford look otherworldly. How about their first touchdown pass? The guy catches the ball, rolls on the ground, gets up and runs off. You know, it's, he's like the roach that you think you killed him and he gets up and runs away, runs into the crevice in the wall. You know, I mean, how about just, just touch some, somebody you, touch him, right? Just, just touch, him. touch him. That's all you got to do. Just, just touch him. It's NFL. What are you doing? Don't run along it's, there and go, oh man, you caught the ball. That's not ideal. No, totally my, my ideal. favorite part was uh, coach Nagy uh, apologizing for those guys, not touching the guy. I mean, we're going to go back and we're going to look at the film is what he said. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys, you guys didn't go, Hey, Tom Brady, do you need a field goal? We're going to give you 45 seconds to do it so that you can steal a win. The Tampa Bay played disinterested at best for most of the game. And then they're like, Oh God, it's time to wake up call time to go win it. Take the ball down the field, kick field goal. That's that. Ugh. Cowboys. You know what though? I'm 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 not a Cowboys fan. I mean, I've I've gone on Twitter and made fun of the Cowboys as probably the most disappointing franchise in pro sports in the past 25 years because every year the, the in August, oh, this is our year. We got so and so, and Dak is here. And then every Thanksgiving, it's like, well, we're six and seven, and we got to win out, and you know that kind of thing. I thought the Cowboys at least were competitive on national only uh, at a prime time stage against the defending champs. I thought the Cowboys were were fine. Only because the defending champs were going through the motions. They they were they were engaged just enough to win, which is what happens when you're a Super Bowl champion with Tom Brady. He can turn it on like a light switch. Well, Kegley is uh is is the Dallas Cowboys ever going to win another Super Bowl with Jerry Jones alive, or will nope. it be the year that he dies? Nope, and he's going to have to be dead and buried, unfortunately, for Jerry. He can't. Mm. He's he has the ability to own a team. He just doesn't, you know, he just isn't able to do anything with that ability. He's well, become their Al Davis. <laughs> What's yeah, that? Al what, Davis what about part Al Davis? Two. That's a great call, Brad. Let's talk about a Super Bowl team, though. How about them Packers? 
I saw a picture on Twitter of um, <laughs> of Aaron Rodgers with three friends that he was on vacation with, and somebody said all four people in this picture have thrown the same amount of touchdowns. Oh, <laughs> I, I saw one that said if Rodgers had taken a snap and spiked the ball, every possession he would have had a higher passer rating. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't check for accuracy, but that's still pretty crazy. You know, how, how good are the two Western divisions in the AFC and NFC? Yeah. Both, both divisions undefeated, 4 0, and, and with some quality wins too. You know, you got Kansas City, you got the Rams, you know, a lot of Super Bowl favorites. Can't, San Francisco was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago and maybe healthy now. And, you know, Arizona, Seattle, of course, you know, and then not to mention my Raiders, I have to throw them in. And then, uh, you know, Denver and the Chargers. I mean, that's a those are two really good divisions. Eight no combined after one week. That's a well, great. What's, the, what's everybody's yeah. record though in the Central in the NFC Central? What's a what's everybody's record? I believe it's over. Yeah, zero and four. Speaking yes. of those Chargers, uh, this week uh, they play on Sunday at home against the Cowboys. So the Cowboys and other, you know, Mike's Cowboys could go zero and two here to start the season. Yeah, well, that's that's becoming like that's that's what's called a season start. In Dallas, that's zero and two. Oh, it's another season. It's zero and two. Great September in a, yeah. That's just September in Dallas. That's it. <laughs> just saving their energy, saving their energy. That's but yeah. good, I, I'm for the Cowboys this weekend. How about them Cowboys? Let's go win one this weekend. They're yeah. all for it. And maybe the big surprise that the Saints, uh, Sean Payton, Naperville's very own Sean Payton, uh, the former EIU star. Um, boy, the Saints. You talk about just taking a team out to the back of the woodshed. Um, and, and not, and you're not even, you're displaced. You don't even have a home to go to. And Jameis Winston, Mr. Interception, what wow. five touchdown passes? That was 150 amazing. yards passing. Crazy. Yeah, he was, uh, that was outstanding. Jameis clearly just had the wrong Jersey. He was always throwing it to the same Jersey. Now he's just on a different team. So it's effective. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but yeah, week two coming up. Raiders Steelers, by the way, both one and oh. Who would have thought that? Uh, that's uh, one of the marquee games um, on Sunday as well. So, uh, NFL, uh, there we go. Hey, we've got a lot to, to talk about here uh, on the Sports Spectacular as we continue. We're just getting started in this second hour. Stay with us. Get the lassos ready. Ken's recruiting roundup is straight ahead. We'll see who is high on the Illini wish list. That's next on the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation 303-957-3092 that's neon rain at 303-957-3092 or visit them at neonrain.com you have a lot to look forward to growing your family opening your own business retiring to travel leaving your legacy Busey bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC.
back on the sports spectacular the talent evaluators always evaluating talent and that means kedrick prince is always evaluating the evaluators uh yeah ked's recruiting roundup lasso sound effect there we go i did my own uh ilanigguys.com's director of recruiting kedrick prince in the house uh Good, sir. Good to have you here. The 6'9 Texan, Cam Corrin, uh, we found out he is not coming to Champaign, uh, committing to Florida State. God bless him. We move on. This week, we hear of a 7-foot-2-inch center from Sweden. What's up with him? Well, it's a nice surprise. His name is William Berg, and um, Illinois kind of – I don't want to say they got in late with him, but they knew a little bit about him. And, you know, Purdue has been on him quite a bit, and he's very, very intrigued by Illinois. Um, when I talk to him, there's a lot of interest there, and he likes the style of play. And a lot of times, I've not had a lot of big guys talk about Kofi, um, but Berg has. He's, he's liked what Illinois has done with him, and I think they put themselves in a great situation, but they're going to battle a lot with Purdue. But now that Illinois has offered him in Purdue, I, it's, I would expect a few others to probably jump in the mix. So another person that we're hearing a lot about, and uh, he's on campus, is Ty Rogers. What's the word on him? Well, Ty Rogers is a unique situation because Illinois has been looking for another wing, a 6'5", 6'4", 6'7", wing. And, you know, I think because he plays for Main Street, he's out of Michigan, they put themselves in a good situation with because of Tim Anderson, the assistant basketball coach at Illinois. Um, that would be a nice get for them. He's athletic. I think he's underrated. Um, if you look at the star rankings, this is one of those guys I think that's a lot better than what his star rankings um, project. But I, I like the chances with him because of the situation with the assistant basketball coach with Tim Anderson. Yeah, and, and the other guy, of course, that you kind of referred to on the wing, Cam Whitmore is a potential one and done. It looks like North Carolina is off of his list. Is it really down to just Villanova and Illinois? Well, I don't know what Brad thinks, but I'm going to tell you, I've been at this for a long time, and I've seen a lot of stranger things happen. It would seem like Illinois and Villanova, but I would never count North Carolina out. It's their blue blood, and, and it, I don't think kids even care about play, playing the same position anymore. I think if the school can sell them, they have a legitimate shot, but Illinois has put themselves in a good situation, obviously, um, because he made the final three. One thing I'll say about Cam Whitmore, he's a different kind of kid. I mean, he's a kid who it's hard to get in touch with him. He'll shut down and not talk to coaches for a week at a time because he's really, he doesn't love the recruiting process. So, you know, if he goes on his visit to Villanova, he might say, ah, this isn't for me. You just don't know um, how it's going to fit with him because he's just going to make that decision. It's good to be in that mix because you just don't know how it's, like kid says, you don't know how it's going to finish out. Um, hey, Ken, another kid that's on campus this weekend is a 23 kid that you've had a you know great relationship uh, with is uh, point guard Jeremy Fears. Um, tell us about Jeremy Fears. Well, as a basketball player, I love this kid's game. He is a throwback point guard. And some people are taken back by that because he's not your typical point guard that's going to put up 25, 30 points a game. But he's an old school kind of guy. He's about winning. He's about getting rid of the basketball first. He is a lot like Carbello. I don't think he scores as much as Carbello, but he looks to distribute, and he is a team, team player. And, you know, there's a lot of schools in, in the mix with him. You know, depending upon what recruiting service you look at, he's rated the number one player in the state of Indiana, um, and he really, really likes Illinois. Um, I, I can't even pretend that it's 
you know, that it's not that they're, I'm not saying that they're the favorite, but, you know, I talked to the family yesterday and if, if Illinois can do what they need to do, they're going to put themselves in a good situation. I don't think, you know, the other schools matter, but he really, really likes the university. He likes what IO did. Um, and I think, you know, him being able to be the face of the program, I think he sees himself in a position to do that in a few years. But him being a difference maker defensively, I, I like his game. Um, he can finish. And for a guy that's listed at 5'11", which I think is kind of stretching it, his athleticism to be able to dunk a basketball is just amazing to me. Wow. 5'11", and can dunk. Now, he's a class of 2023 um, Kedrick asking you and Brad, what are you hearing as well? Is this someone that may pop during the winter, or do you think that he waits until after this season to make a decision? Well, um, if you ask me, I I really think Illinois, if they can do this right, like I said, and what I mean by do it right, he has a great you know visit. You know, if he comes down in uh, October, November. I don't see how Illinois can lose this kid. He really, really likes Illinois, and so does his family. I mean, I can't even sugarcoat the guys. I, I, Ken, I got to throw a shout-out to the other 20. We had uh, Jaden Epps on campus a couple weeks ago as a 22 commit. The other 22 commit from Ohio, uh, top player in Ohio, Sincere Harris is a uh, 6'4", dynamic athletic guard. He's on campus as well this weekend, and uh, Illinois is really excited about him. You talk about a guy that's hard to get a hold of. I've been at this for about 700 years, guys. And I don't think I've ever had a guy. He just – some guys don't like recruiting, and I, and I get it, but he likes the attention from the fans, if that makes any sense. But I, I like his game, and he really is so excited to be a part of the University of Illinois. I mean, just ecstatic about it. Um, you look at his social media accounts, he's always interacting with the fans, but I don't think he's a guy that likes to do interviews, which is fine. I mean, that's – you know, some kids don't want to do that, but he's just a dynamic guard. And you talk about a relationship with him and the staff. I mean, he really, really believes in the staff and he's watching what they're doing. And I did hear that he's constantly calling the staff to see how things are going. And he's still in high school. Have you tried calling his mom, kid? Why did I not think that was coming? I should have known better. <laughs> but you know what? I think I'm going to do it now that you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, gonna let, we're gonna let Kedrick go. Kedrick, I'm a is on line one. He wants his Rolodex back. Uh, <laughs> Kedrick Prince, director of recruiting for IlliniGuys.com. Working the phones and and working the moms. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Kedrick, uh, great stuff as always. We'll talk with you next week. Look for your stuff on IlliniGuys.com. Thank you. All right, take care. All right, up next, Brandon Wildman standing by with his eye on the lines. That's uh, coming up on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. We all make more than 35,000 decisions a day. Most are small, but some can be life-changing. When it comes to taking care of yourself, the most important choices can be hard to make. Like having a tough conversation instead of ignoring a buddy's call. Or being there for support not assuming things will just get better. Make the decision to be there for the veterans in your life, for your community, for yourself. Learn more at BeThereForVeterans.com. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. 
Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Paramedic, firefighter, police officer. Different job titles, one common goal, to keep communities safe. They all risk their lives every day responding to emergencies. Just because they accept their jobs can be hazardous doesn't mean they have to be. Is your workplace safe for everyone? Learn more about the Put Yourself in Our Boots campaign at ourboots.ca. This message brought to you by the John Petropolis Memorial Fund. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else, with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. It's the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Big football weekend, complete coverage of the Illini versus Maryland on the IlliniGuys.com website. I on the line's time, we welcome in Brandon Wildman. Sir, what say you? How are we doing? So this weekend, I got three more games for you. First game, I've got the Cincinnati Bearcats, minus three and a half. It's around minus three and a half, four. Depends on the book that you're at. Over the Indiana Hoosiers. Hmm. I love that game this weekend. So Cincinnati, obviously, ranked in the top ten. Indiana was a kind of a media darling coming into the season. Mm-hmm. Hasn't looked uh, quite as good as expected. So what is there some – why is this line so small? I think the line's small just because it's at Indiana. Um, I think you're still getting a little bit of that love from the overachieving team last year for Indiana. And honestly, Cincinnati was tied with Murray State at halftime last week. But then they went and scored 35-0 in the second half. So I love the Cincinnati team. It's why I wrote with them in week one. It's why I, and I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Indiana. It's why I took Iowa against them in, in their first matchup. Um, Penix still coming off a, a torn ACL. He just didn't look very good. And I think that defense has a lot of regression coming. So I really I, – I'm loving the Cincinnati Bearcats this weekend, and it's going to improve their potential resume um, down the line to hopefully sneak into the playoff. My next game for this weekend, I'm going with the Chicago Bears minus two over the Cincinnati Bengals. They play at home this weekend on Sunday. Oh, I, I, I think Joe Burrow may look like a Hall of Famer this week. He's going up against the right defense. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily disagree with that statement. One, what I will say, though, is the offensive lines between the Rams and the Bengals are night and day. Right. Uh, the Bengals don't have an off, have offensive line to begin with. And the Bears' front seven, although they didn't create a lot of havoc or pressure, I wasn't that shocked just based off the way the game plan was for the Bengals. I mean, for the, uh, for the Rams. Um, now, when I look at this game, I kind of just look at – I don't think the Vikings are a very good football team. And the Bengals should not have won that game last week. Dalvin Cook fumbling the ball when they're just trying to set up a field goal. And overtime, it's not the greatest thing in the world. Um, I do like Joe Burrow, but I also like this Bears team. I think they're a little bit better than what they showed. Um, If we don't turn the ball over on the first possession to go in, it's honestly, I think we probably stay 
within a two, within ten points in that game. But things just kind of spiraled. Eddie Jackson looks awful. But I do like the Bears to cover this small number at home. And then my third game of the weekend, I thought about going Cowboys money line against the Chargers, but Demarcus Lawrence. I, I like the Cowboys, but Demarcus Lawrence broken footies out, so I switched up a little avenue here. I went Chiefs minus three and a half over the Ravens. I, man, I'm in love with this line. I love this game so much. So, so you're not, you're not, you, you don't think that it was just a fluke that the Raiders? I have to get a Raiders reference in here. Beat the Ravens. So, you're, you're thinking the Ravens really aren't that good, and the Chiefs are going to handle them? No, short answer. I do think it was a fluke. Um, I do think that game was a fluke. I don't want <laughs> you to get fighting too, words. I, I don't want you to get too excited about your Raiders. Um, here, here's why I'm on the Chiefs, even though it's at Baltimore. Um, Baltimore is asking just too much of Lamar Jackson. Um, they they can't really run the ball right now. Latavius Murray. Um, I mean, they lost J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, and then they've got Tyson Williams and Latavius Murray as the running backs right now. And then your receivers are Sammy Watkins and Marquise Hollywood Brown. You're just asking too much. And the Chiefs we saw last week played like a dud in the first half. It gets a really good Browns team, which I think is a better team than the Ravens. And then in the second half did whatever they wanted to win the game. Um, Should have covered if they had made that two-point conversion. Oh, well. But I just think – and you look at last year, it's supposed to be a close game, you know, game of the beginning of the year, and then the Chiefs blew out the Ravens. I think something very similar is going to happen this season um, in week two. So give me the Chiefs at three and a half. I think this game ends up being like a 20, you know, 35, 24 game, something in that nature. So do you have concerns about the – just let's talk about the Chiefs a little bit. Mm-hmm. you have concerns about them or they're just not taking it – with their defense, they short up their offensive line. Do you have concerns about their defense, maybe? So I definitely have concerns about their defense not being able to stop the run. Uh, it doesn't look like it's got any better from last year. I will say Tyron Matthew is back this week. Um, that's a huge bonus for their defense um, in the secondary and in run support. Uh, but I will say that if they have to play the Browns, my thing is I just think the Chiefs are so good. I think you saw it with the Buccaneers. They, they just don't come out ready to play because they know they can just turn it on and win the game. And I think I think you saw it with the you know the Warriors in the playoffs a few years ago or you saw it with the Lakers in the playoffs two years ago. And, you know, they're so good in the, in the regular season, they don't have to try. And then the playoffs, on, they just flip a switch and they're good to go. I think that's what you're going to see with the Chiefs this season. Hard to argue. Yeah, good stuff there. Hey, guys, I want to talk uh, – by the way, that's uh, Eye on the Lines – uh, Brandon Wobble, we should make sure everyone uh, is clear that they know that the, that podcast drops every Thursday. So uh, that uh, the latest uh, edition is already out. You can always go to IlliniGuys.com and check that out. Hey, I want to get a quick comment from you guys. Two games uh, this week, Alabama, Florida. Uh, first time since 2016, Alabama's played two ranked teams in September. Last time they did that, they lost in the title game uh, to Clemson. Can the Gators knock off the tide? In Gainesville? No. No. Yeah, Mike shaking his head. There you go. Mike shaking no. his head as if people know they can't they can't hear your head. No. <laughs> well, I was in that silent thing, that silent room, and I'm really, really off. Oh, there you go. From last, yeah, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then the other game too, Penn State at home, number 22, Auburn. I know you guys aren't believing it. I, I'm believing in Penn State this year. I think they knock off Auburn at home. Same here. I do too. 
I like Penn State. I, I think they're pretty good, and their defense is fantastic, and uh, they've got enough on offense uh, to get it done. I think they'll beat Auburn. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think they're uh, they're a team that uh, we shouldn't overlook this year. Hey, Brandon Wobbin, always good to talk with you. We'll catch up with you next week. Sounds good. All right. You know, hard to believe the start of basketball preseason workouts is already less than a month away. We'll talk hoops next on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, only here on the Illini Guys Radio Network. You know, the, the, the season started with 12 opportunities in front of us. Three are behind us. Uh, we're a one and two team on paper. Um, but for our guys, they have a one and no mentality on a week, right? Every week they're just trying to lock themselves into whatever they have to do to have success this week. Um, I told them yesterday to have success on Friday. It was going to be very important for us to have success on Monday. Um, and that's part of the process we're going through. A lot of times people want to jump to the end like you just did. Like it, it, it doesn't work that way. As a player, as a coach, you can't. Um, if we were sitting here 3-0, and I'd be saying the same exact thing. The problem is we aren't, right? So everybody wants to fact, f- focus on the fact that uh, we're 1-2. and two. So in, in my previous experiences when we've been 3-0 and uh, and in previous experiences we've been 1-2, and two, the fact that you focus on the week at hand is all that really matters. If you start trying to figure out where you're going to be at the end, if something hypothetically happens, you just wasted, you know, Sometime in your life, you'll never get back. Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. The best insider info anywhere around is on IlliniGuys.com. Uh, that was Brett Bielema earlier this week. You know, fellas, it shouldn't be overlooked that changing a culture is slow going no matter who you are. And Brett Bielema certainly has those messages that he is drilling into his team every single day on and off the field. Yeah, he's got – he and his staff have a, have a big path in front of him. Because they've got to get these guys, such as the super seniors, good kids, but they have they have not been successful at University of Illinois, and he's got to reprogram them to the things that make success happen, and that means you know one day they got to take care of business. They can't worry about next week or tomorrow, and he's got to he's got to build that one block at a time. That is not easy to change the culture. Yeah, you, you look at this and they're so used to losing. It's kind of ingrained and, and it becomes a becomes a habit. And when things go against you, you tend to f- fall back into those bad habits. Uh, and I know when Brad Underwood came in in basketball, he had recruited kids who'd won in high school because he wanted to get kids who had a winning mentality in the program. Now, Bielema, he wants to do the same thing. And, and you know, he's got to change this culture. And some of it's changing the guys that are here, but some of it's getting the right guys coming into the program in the future. And that's the other thing, too, is I'm not sure that this current team has the leader in this group. I think the leader might still be in high school or might be a transfer that comes in uh, a year from now. I just don't see this current team winning more than two or three games this year. And that's really hard a pill to swallow as an Illini fan. Well, you know, um, you know, Patrick and Mike Brad brought up a really good point about Brad Underwood that he had to go through that a, f- through that a few years ago. And you're exactly right. We we would count the guys who had won state titles or uh, or, or had won in in high school. I mean, Alan Griffin was a state champion. Io Desuma was a state champion. Uh, I think Trent Frazier won a state title in Florida or was Mr. Basketball. Um, you know, and so you're exactly right that you've got guys who not only could play well individually but understood what it takes to be a champion. And I think to your point, I think for this football team to turn the corner and it's not going to happen overnight, losing has to hurt. And, and I don't know yet if it hurts enough yet 
but but it's going to. And that's part of the process of Bielema changing the culture. Well, losing hurts and losing got some coaches fired. It got Lovey Smith fired. Uh, I think Lovey also got fired because he didn't do his job in recruiting as well. Uh, but I, I, I believe that Bielema, he can win news conferences. He can win over these guys in the locker room. Eventually, it's all going to come together. I just don't know when. I don't have a crystal ball. Yeah, I mean, it's – yeah, but it's, it's – like I said, the coaches, they've got to get the culture, but the players have to be the ones um, that really do. And, again, getting back to – as we transition looking over at basketball and what, what Brad was talking about, those everyday guys. Remember that was the mantra, everyday guys? Now they may spend every day in the top 10 this season because that's the kind of culture change they've undergone under Brad Underwood. Uh, the complete schedule now is out as we uh, shift over the basketball. Let's, let's drill down on this. Um, I want to get your thoughts. Brad, I'll start with you. Um, if there's a concern, I think, I think this is a really good schedule. I think it's maybe one of the most balanced schedules we've seen in a while. Um, the one concern for me is that you have only one true road game, and that's at Marquette. Um, that's Shaka Smart's first season, maybe not as strong of an opponent as they might have been if uh, the Garcia kid stayed. I think it's his last name, the kid that Illinois recruited went to North Carolina. Um, what is your concern right now in the, in the non-con? What concerns you? I'll be honest, there's not much that concerns me <laughs> as far as the schedule goes. I mean, I, I Marquette, I think, I think it's a road game. That's the kind of game you play, and you, I think they're favored to win at Marquette. You've got this Hall of Fame classic. Cincinnati will be a, a quality opponent, and then I think they'll probably get Arkansas. I think that's a tough game. But, you know, you look at some of the other games, you know, yeah, they, they play Notre Dame. I think that was scheduled before they knew Kofi was coming back, and so now they're favored at home against Notre Dame, and the Arizona game, and then, of course, the Missouri game. But, you know, I, I, I think this is a really good non-conference schedule. I like the way they start in the Big Ten with Rutgers and then at Iowa, although at Iowa is never an easy place to play. I feel like Illinois has a big advantage in, in talent over Iowa this year. So I, I like the way the schedule sets up for them to start off with a really good record, get a lot of hype, and head into the Big Ten with a chance to, you know, win the conference. Yeah, and what, what would it be like? If on Friday, January 14th, the Michigan Wolverines come in and it's a battle of the undefeateds for number one in the country, and then waiting in the wings on Monday could be undefeated Purdue, and Illinois could go beat the number one, number two team, bam, bam, like that, and cruise in to the Big Ten schedule, because it's a tough one. At the, especially on the back end, but I'm already counting the W's, Brad. Neither Michigan or Purdue will be undefeated going into those games. I like that. They, That's right. That's right. They, they probably won't be, but it sounds a lot better. <laughs> you think these guys are rock stars now? Just wait till January 14th. <laughs> well, it's going to be fun. Yeah, and I think, again, like we, we've talked about before, and I mentioned this last week, and I'll say it again because, you know, that's just kind of where I live with the TV schedules and media and all that. You got a chance for Illinois to be on – uh, prime CBS afternoon games every weekend, February and March, all the way up until the tournament. I mean, this is a team right now in terms of a team that was totally ignored uh, two or three years ago, even last year, no, no marquee CBS games until the Big, T Big Ten semifinals. It's the exact opposite this year. You will get your fill of Kofi Colburn and Andre Corbello in terms of on all the different uh, talk shows, all the highlight shows, all the hype. There's no question at all that they're going to get that. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And again, it's hard to believe they are just really, really close. In fact, Brad, um, really quick before we take a break, 
Um, Midnight Madness this year? Yeah, it sounds like we're going to have a Midnight Madness uh, around October 8th that weekend, it looks like. Um, uh, details will be coming forthcoming, but it should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. And boy, if it's that weekend, that's homecoming weekend. How cool would that be? All right. Hey, Illini legends, Jack Trudeau and David Williams. Uh, Join us in the first hour. In case you missed it, we'll replay the one quote that had us talking here. That's next on the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you, too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Attention travelers, next Tuesday a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. The disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else, with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. Right back here on the Illini Guys, Sports Spectacular, Larry Smith, Mike Cagley, Brad Sturdy. As we talked about in the first hour of the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com, we were joined by, uh, via digital recording, uh, the most prolific duo in Illini passing history, Jack Trudeau and Dave Williams, as part of the Eye on the Illini podcast. It'll be released on Monday. And uh, they talked about a quote, um, their favorite play back in the heyday, in the mid eighties. Take a listen. We actually had a play called 98 days, believe it or not. We actually, I'd call the blue 98 days because I wanted Dave to get open. So I was telling him, get open. So that, that was how funny it got. So, you know, he was just a very dynamic receiver and was very fun to throw it to. So <laughs> did David, Dave, when, when, when Jack was yelling out 98 Dave, did any of the other teams pick up on your code? Well, yes and no. See, the, the, the thing was, when he called that, everybody was staying in block except me. So I had no right. pattern. I had no pattern. I could run wherever. It was max protection. You got nine guys in front of Jack blocking, and, right. he, and I could run wherever. So I would take off and run, and I'd look for a spot, and then I'd run to that spot, and he'd throw the ball. I'd run a corner. I'd run a post. I'd run all the way across the field. Or if everybody was deep, I'd run out and then I'd just stop and hook and he'd throw it. It was it was it was it was weird, but it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is cool. So they really didn't know what was coming. 
No, because yeah, I, had to, I didn't I had know to, what was coming either. <laughs> I didn't know. I was just blind to what was going on as everybody in the stadium, believe it or not. Except I learned what he did by his movement. That's so, great. Right? But like you, you, you line up and, and you call that play, and you look around, and you go, okay, this, this the coverage. Where's the hole? Who's cheating? Okay, I'm gonna run right. way over there because now you know it's not a five step drop. He has time, right? And I'm the only dude, so either I get open or he gets sacked. Yeah, I don't admit to a lot of people that we had a play called 98 Dave. How how <laughs> tough is that? David, get right. open. Right. Like I don't think we've ever told anybody that. <laughs> no, I don't think I have. Breaking and, news. And, and it's 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 the funny thing is it's not like David Williams was just some receiver. I mean, he's the best receiver of the country. So you're you're well, it's, you're kind of telegraphing what you want to do, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, a little right. bit. But like you said, he could do whatever he wanted. So that was the key to it. And interestingly enough, in our great comeback game against Ohio State, which is probably the greatest game I I've ever seen. Of course, I was in it, but. I didn't throw the ball to David one time, which is amazing all by itself. The whole defense was stacked on him, so I had to go somewhere else. And uh, that's what Mike White taught us as a quarterback. That's why we, we were successful all the time, because we knew where to go with the football most of the time. Well, yes. I, re- I recall there, um, going into the 83 season, you replace a legend, Tony Eason, in the, the first-round pick. Um, and so now it's your time. You're, you're coming in. Uh, as you mentioned, as, as, a, right. as a sophomore coming out of California, at, at what point did you know that this team was was special? You guys really had something really good. Well, I think uh, <laughs> earlier than that, we played Wisconsin and had a pretty good game that I thought really defined who we were going to be. We made a lot of plays and, and beat a good Wisconsin team in Wisconsin, and that was a big game, I thought, that and and – got us going to where we all believed. We all believed anyways at the start of the season that we were a good team. But, you know, you have to win those games to prove it. And Wisconsin was a great win for us. And then we went, we beat a number of teams, and, and we came to Ohio State. And that Ohio State game, when they got ahead of us at the end of the game, I never had any doubt that we were going to win that game. And I don't know if they, what David thought, but uh, it was pretty pretty special times. I watched, I'd seen on film the corner come up and jam the receiver and he'd miss a lot. He'd miss the guy that he was trying to jam. And on the start of that drive, Scott Golden's on the right, David's on the left. Scott Golden goes down the field. The guy tries, comes up and tries to jam him. And I see it out of the corner of my eye and throw a pass to Scott Golden. I don't think I threw in practice once. So that was a good, good 20 yards. And then, and then we ran, I ran the same play again and David was on the left still. And the right side corner does the same thing, trying to cover the cover two. He's trying to come up and bump the receiver, and he misses. And so Golden's open again. So I hit him again, two plays in a row. And hadn't thrown the ball to David at all. We moved it down the field, and then eventually I audible to a, a toss to Tom Stroke because the whole defense was on David on the other side. And Thomas ran around the corner. Jerica made a great block, and in the end zone he went. So that was a great victory for us. Okay, so 98 Dave, uh, that's a play that, guys, as we talked about it, again, you can hear the whole podcast uh, coming up on Monday. Uh, We've we been laughing about that ever since then for the past hour. Um, that's just crazy that, that again, the most prolific. Uh, the, these weren't just two guys. These were two stars. And they're playing their own little pitch and catch game in the middle of Big Ten games in the mid-80s. Mid yeah, I, I, was, I was amazed about that. And I thought it was hilarious 
because you think about, you know, when, when you're out on the field, the football field, basketball court, and you hear somebody call a play and you're like pointing it out. And that was the most undisguised play call I've ever heard. And I mean, there was no, there was no, there was no disguise. And yet it was still unstoppable. Brad, have you heard any, anything quite like that before? Well, it's like just it's almost like Jimmy Chip would say, just just I'll make it. Give yeah. me the ball, I'll make it. You know, what I mean, like, you know, let's just go make a play. I now my question I I come up with is like the mission. Remember the Michigan game? There was the play where Williams scores the touchdown. Was that what play was that? Was that 98 Dave? Did they just say, Hey, here we go? Let's run this, and maybe it was the, the great play. I don't know. I would think if you could hear it on the microphones back in those days, somebody would have mentioned 98 Dave. <laughs> One would think. Well, that, but, you know, back with the, with the leather helmets and stuff, I don't know if they could still do, if they could do that. Good, good point. No, I'm just envisioning, like, Trudeau, like, kneeling on the turf, going, okay, look, Dave, you go here and go three steps, and then when you see the woman in red, then turn right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back now and watch some old, you know, videos on YouTube here after the show and see if, uh, if I could find some of those, um, those were the, the happier moments. And again, I think you guys really enjoy the podcast when it comes out, it goes about 40, 45 minutes. It's pretty good. Uh, but Mikey, we, we talked about also, um, some of the health issues that Jack has had this year. It's been a really tough 2021 for Jack Trudeau. Yeah. And it just goes to show you all the, the expenses that can come from a medical emergency and all the peripheral things that happen. If you, Maybe you're unable to work, et cetera. One of the things that we have on the cover or the homepage of IlliniGuys.com is in the top right-hand corner, you'll see up there, uh, it's Trudeau number 10. If you were to take up your uh, mouse up there and click on that, that will take you directly to the GoFundMe page uh, that has been set up by uh, Trudeau's daughter along with... Uh, uh, a couple of ex Illini football players, Tim Simpson, Sim, Simpson and Ken Dilger. Um, and if you go there, you can certainly uh, donate if you would like to do that to help out. Um, there's no connection to Illini guys. We don't get anything. We're just trying to help out. Um, but you can do that. And then if you look uh, for those folks who are listening to this on our Illini guys sports spectacular podcast, There'll also be a link in the notes of the episode that will take you to that page as well. Absolutely. Well said there. And uh, again, we certainly thank uh, Jack and Dave coming on Dave Williams, man. What a, what a buddy he's become great to have him on uh, the podcast a couple of times, spend some time with him uh, uh, at the game uh, and the big one over in Nebraska. And again, uh, setting up uh, that interview with Jack, we certainly appreciate that. Uh, as well. We've got more to come here on the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. You are listening to the Illini Guys Radio Network. We're back with more after this. You have a lot to look forward to. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say, 
I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again, please. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else, with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. Sports Spectacular, Illini Guy Larry, Illini Guy Brad, Illini Guy Mike. And uh, in the break, Mike was talking about um, the largest NIL deal and that wrestler from from Minnesota. Mike, what's up with that? Well, anytime that I can talk about real wrestling, I love talking about it. And Gable Stevenson, (laughs) the uh, Tokyo uh, gold medalist in wrestling, is a a wrestler up at the University of Minnesota. He's named uh, Gable Dan Stevenson, and he's uh, basically named after Dan Gable, the legendary uh, Iowa wrestling coach. And he has now signed, he's a junior, going to be a senior next year. He's now signed a contract with the WWE to wrestle under the NIL. So you could see him in, you know, uh, something like the Royal Rumble, and then turn around and see him a, day, a couple of days later in a wrestling match up at the U against the Fighting Illini. I don't know how many Fighting Illini wrestlers can say, I wrestled the guy who just took out Brock Lesnar. <laughs> that's, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I wonder how they would do that. I mean, what is there like a risk of injury? I mean, like, I mean, is he going to be flying off the top rope or is college coaches being like, yeah, it's cool. Go do what you want to do. Figure four leg locks are great. You yeah. Know? I, I, you know, that, that is, that's a scary thought because you know, those guys I, I, just getting in the ring with Brock Lesnar qualifies as dangerous, let alone who knows what he's going to do to you. So yeah. um, I just thought this was the most fascinating NIL. And I would have never thought that the WWE had a door opened to their, you know, uh, entertainment company by the NIL. You know, well, it, speaking yeah. of too, he's not just the Olympic champion. He's a three-time and reigning world champion. Uh, or no, he, he beat the three-time uh, champion. He's a reigning NCAA champion. Yep. He's the reigning Big Ten champion, and he's a two-time All-American. Yeah. He is He is the college wrestler right now. It's, he's pretty good. And so you wonder, like, is this, this price segueing him into – a future in the WWE. So there you go, Mike, you can watch him in the Royal rumble and WrestleMania every year. You're going to be so happy. You know, yes. <laughs> what I'm looking at here though, I, I think it's going to be cool to see a game on television and actually see the athletes that are on the floor. Now they might be in an advertisement. We might see a health Alliance, Trent Frazier ad at, at during a timeout. And we're like, wait, wait, he's just playing. He's a college kid. Now we're going to see those guys on TV doing ads 
during the actual game they're watching, just like the old NBA days when every commercial was Michael Jordan, you know, during the, uh, during the breaks. So if, if you're stuck, if you're stuck behind a film crew and Kofi, as he goes through the drive through at Busey bank, please be patient because he might be going through and getting a commercial for Busey bank. And if you play your cards, right, you might be in the, in the camera shot at some point, be in the car behind him in the drive up. It could be an Illini guys promo for Busey Bank. Who knows? You just yeah, never exactly. Know. You, you never know. You just never know because they are one of our, our sponsors. You know, the NIL stuff, and we've talked before, I think that we're all in agreement that that it's it's time for that. But it's it's amazing. Brad, you were you were talking to us earlier this week about um the most followed athletes on social media, and it's not who you would think. It's not a Kofi Colburn or uh the Alabama quarterback. I mean, it's it's not a player you would think. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. So someone had asked me, you know, and I, so I said, well, what is this? So I Google it and, you know, and I find out that it's a, a gymnast from LSU, a girl named Olivia Dunn. I guess she's a really good gymnast. Like, I don't know what she's won or anything. I don't, but she's, she's the most followed athlete on like Instagram, TikTok or whatever college athlete wise. And I guess she can start monetizing that now and, and start making some money off of that. So that's pretty wild. I think that's great. I, yeah, I, and, and it looks like she's got a big uh, deal with the activewear brand Viore. And Brad, I'm wondering, you know, maybe you could get a big deal with that activewear brand like Viore and then put that off of your Twitter page and really get the Illini guys flying up there with all the attention you'll get. I, I would lose thousands of followers <laughs> the minute I put a picture of myself in that activewear. I, it would just be a, immediately you guys be like, no, no, you know, and, and this, <laughs> I'm not even going to go here, but this reminds me of some Norm McDonald's you know, RIP to Norm McDonald, but this reminds me of some Norm McDonald uh, humor. Uh, I can't even share, but yeah, it's just, you know, I, I let's, let's just all stuff. everybody out there, close your eyes. Envision Norm McDonald as Burt Reynolds as he's making, um, as he's doing the, the Jeopardy and making, making Will Ferrell uh, go nuts as the host of Jeopardy, because those were some of the funniest things I've ever seen on TV. And, and like you said, rest in peace, because uh, what a great performer. Yeah, yeah, the Canadian uh, passing away, leaving us at age 61 this week, Norm McDonald, and uh, so many laughs on SNL, um, uh, almost as many as Brad Sturdy would give us if he uh, <laughs> voted his uh, Lululemon collection. Uh, <laughs> and with that image, we're going to close out the show <laughs> before it gets even worse. Hey, thanks again to, uh, to our guests this week. Thanks again to our sponsors. And thanks to you for supporting us. This has been so much fun uh, to do this project, and we look forward to being here at the same time on the same station next week. Uh, for everyone uh, involved at com, be sure to check out the coverage. Illinois versus Maryland this weekend. And we look forward to next weekend as well when they travel to take on the Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, for Illini guy Mike, Illini guy Brad, I'm Illini guy Larry. Go Illini! I-L-L. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.